So Juliet Algira, I set your mission to determine whether you can define organisational development in a single tweet. Was your mission a success? Kind of. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this NHS Employers podcast. For all the latest NHS HR workforce information, visit www.nhsemployers.org. Julia Tavira is the most connected person I know. If you work in HR and OD in the NHS, you've probably met her, you've probably worked with her, you might have been on a course with her or spoken to her at a conference. She's super skilled at networking. Hi, Paul. I'm delighted to to join you on the first uh, Do OD podcast. Uh, I'm the Managing Director of Zenon Consulting, and I'm also the Chair of uh, CIPD South East Thames Branch. Tell me about the conversation that we had a couple of months ago. You were on an interview panel. Yes, I was interviewing an OD lead post for an acute trust, and um, I thought I'd ask a a tricky question to the uh, to the four candidates. So I asked them to visualise themselves at a dinner party and that they just got the new job and they were leading on OD. They said, oh, I'm the new assistant director of OD. And the dinner party guest said, what's OD? So how would they describe what organisational development is? It really stumped the interviewees. And I could see the cogs really worrying because they, they they were starting to talk in jargon, NHS jargon, OD, HR jargon. But I could see that they were trying to do the translation uh, from NHS and OD speak into dinner party speak. But they all struggled. So it was a very interesting uh, process in the interview. And they said things like, oh, I would talk about creating an environment where people can develop and thrive. Say the classic, you know, get the right people in the right place, doing the right things at the right time, which is, is it HR or is it OD? So it was uh, very interesting. But the main thing was they were stumped. It's such a good question. And I've been in those situations where you're at a party or you're having dinner with someone or you're meeting someone and they ask you what you do. And maybe it's just me, but people tend to glaze over because I start talking jargon at them. And I remember a few years ago, my other half saying, well, I'm glad you work in HR now because people know what HR is, but they have no idea what OD is. <laughs> and it's so hard to keep people entertained and excited when you talk about OD because there is this tendency to start talking about systems and structures and processes and the things that we might understand but actually other people don't quite get it. So at the NHS Employers Conference last year, you ran an open space session, and that gave me the opportunity to talk about OD with some like-minded people. And that was an interesting conversation because at the beginning, there was a request that we start to define what organisational development is in the NHS. But we kind of talked ourselves round in the end because people couldn't really agree on a definition. And that was what I was interested in in terms of this project was to find out whether you could get that definition somehow from people using your networking skills. So we got together and talked after that open session. What were your thoughts then about how we go about exploring whether you can define OD or not? I wanted to take myself out of my comfort zone. Um, Yes, I network. I do a lot of face-to-face networking and a lot of facilitation around networking. So I was um, delighted that you asked me to get involved in the Do OD social media uh, campaign. 
And at the beginning of that process, what was your relationship with Twitter like? Um, I would do uh, thought leadership pieces by literally just retweeting stuff from people management. But really, I didn't share any of my own views. So how many followers did you have at the beginning? So at that point, I only had uh, 20, um, 20 followers. Uh, and then I just didn't use Twitter. I, I uh, just stopped. I mean, I could literally just do uh, retweets. Um, I quoted in tweets, but I couldn't really do much else. But I still really didn't know my way around Twitter properly. So when we talked about this process and using Twitter as a way of defining OD, I thought it would be helpful to give you some support. So we roped in great colleague of mine, Jeremy Peters, who's a huge expert on Twitter, and he gave you a bit of coaching. What happened there? What did you take away from it? Jeremy was fabulous, absolutely fabulous. He asked me some really fabulous questions, uh, very insightful, uh, and also made me think about using Twitter in a different way, which was which was fantastic. So he asked me what I was passionate about. He suggested that I follow people who I like, who I see as influential. And one that really stuck in my head, which was that I should follow people that are better than me, but aren't famous yet. Right. Uh, and who do you know uh, who those people are? But uh, I, I've been very mindful of that. And um, the other thing he said, was to um, be proactive and uh, to ask questions, which takes us very neatly into why we're doing this campaign. So you had a big question, which was, can you define organisational development in a tweet? It's kind of the 2013 version of the elevator pitch. (laughs) Yes, that's right. And I said, what does OD truly, madly, deeply mean to you? And what response did you get? It was a bit slow, I've got to be honest. Um, I posed the question. Um, I got some immediate feedback from two or three um, people. Dean Royals uh, retweeted the question and, and gave uh, his uh, his definition. Wendy Cartwright, Director of HR for the ODA, um, was great. She retweeted and also gave her definition. So a bit slow at the start, but um, it, it, it's built up and we've got some really interesting um, definitions and thoughts from people. Have you got some examples of tweets from people? I do, yes. OD Truly Madly Deeply for me is about helping organisations become as efficient, effective and productive as they're capable of being. Wendy Cartwright described OD as strategic, skillful effort to increase organisational effectiveness and well-being. Fantastic. Liz Eddy described OD as organisations... People values triple loop learning in harmony to deliver better with elegant leadership. These are all very poetic. I feel like people really gave some thought to this because I think I can't remember what I said exactly, but mine was just a random stream of words, whereas people have really given it some they thought. Really, they really have. And I've just got one more that I want to, uh, to, to share with you. OD means to me having the right people to deliver business success today and in future structured to maximise people's strengths and provide organisational agility. Across those responses, were there any common words? Were there any themes that came up again and again? There there was a theme around efficiency and effectiveness, um, which didn't terribly surprise me. Uh, What efficiency and effectiveness was linked with was well-being and a very positive take on 
developing organisations. So it wasn't all about productivity and measurement and numbers. It was looking very much as uh, part of uh, delivering success in a very positive way, supporting staff uh, in a very strategic way and maximising um, the use and management of our resources. And that's something that's always impressed me about organisational development is it's both. It's both a focus on performance in terms of the the kind of harder side of things, the numbers, the measures, but it's also looking at well-being and organisational health. Any ideas why that might be? Well, when I talk to people that aren't in HR and OD about OD, I always get the funny look um, and um, they describe OD as, oh, that pink and fluffy stuff. None of those words are pink and fluffy at all. And I think as HR and OD practitioners and directors, we need to think about using words like that so that we have the right language that we can share with our boards and our exec teams and our staff so that we can be much more performance focused and clearly demonstrate that OD is not in the pink and fluffy zone. So it's not actually important to have a single definition, but I guess it's important that people understand what we mean when we talk about OD. Certainly when Dean Royals has talked about the Francis report recently, he described it as the biggest organisational development challenge in the world, which I think is quite something. I think OD is absolutely crucial to delivering the development and success of organisations be they NHS or non-NHS, I think OD offers an overarching approach to tackling those really wicked problems that we all face on a day-to-day basis. I think OD provides the glue to deliver the solutions to those issues and wicked problems. And if you look at the Francis report, OD is absolutely key in delivering the 290 recommendations in the report. Which, uh, which reminds me of my favourite tweet um, in this campaign from one of my followers who said that OD is becoming the way we've always wanted to be. Brilliant. I like that. I like the simplicity of that. I like the way that that can apply to any organisation and there's something aspirational about it and there's something very measurable about it, which is about the way we want to be very deliberate. So we've learned something about OD. How about you and what you learned about Twitter? Yes, well, I can tell you that I now have 152 followers. My husband uh, is a is a Twitter widower. Given that the response was quite low and slow to start with, but has massively picked up in the last few weeks, it was clear to us that we needed to look at different ways of approaching this campaign, that just asking the question on Twitter wasn't going to be enough. As an OD uh, practitioner, uh, I formulated a model which um, talked about the need to practice equifinality. The definition uh, from Wikipedia describes equifinality as a given end state that can be reached by many potential means. In other words, there are many ways to skin a cat. I kept asking the question, but in a different way, and kept getting lots of rich, different answers from people. 
So you learn something about OD, you learn something about Twitter. There's so much we could explore if we took this a bit further. So what's next for your mission? It's a journey um, that we're on and uh, it's been a, a good journey over the last few weeks and I look forward to keeping asking the questions, uh, probing, uh, sharing the information so that everyone can say what OD truly, madly, deeply means to them. And if people want to continue the conversation with you on Twitter, how would they go about doing that? They contact me on at Jules, J-O-O-L-Z, Tybura. Excellent. I look forward to seeing what happens. And maybe some of the people listening to this podcast can send you their thoughts on OD and we'll follow up and see what happens next. That would be fabulous. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. It's been brilliant speaking with you today. Thank you very much.